Hi there, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Alina Beverly. I'm your host, Alina, and I'm super excited to have you join me today. The month of August marks the end of my first year having a podcast. It feels so crazy to say that. Like, I can't even put into words how crazy it feels <laughs> to say that. Um, and I just want to start out by saying thank you to every single person, every single one of you who has listened to this, who has encouraged me, who has supported me, who has prayed for me, who has participated and been on the first year, all of the things. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I thought it would be fun to take a look back um, before we start a new year and go into the second year of Pour It Out, I thought it would be fun to look back over some of the older episodes and some of the, the ones that we did in this first year. So for the month of August, for the rest of the month of August, we are going to take a little look back. And I will be sharing a few times a week. Um, I'm going to do a couple a week and just share some of the older episodes. Um, I want to say I have no rhyme or reason for sharing the ones that I do. Um, I had all of these great ideas to ask for feedback and everything. And to be honest, um, this summer has just been filled with a lot of unexpected things. And um, if you listened to a podcast a few weeks ago that I did, you know what I'm talking about. But between surgery and uh, setbacks after surgery and just craziness. I wasn't able to do things the way that I had originally planned. So I am just going to randomly be showing <laughs> or picking um, a few episodes. And so each week there will be a few for you to listen to. If you have never listened to them, please do take some time and listen to some of the ones I hope that they encourage you. I hope that they make you smile and I hope more than anything that they push you closer to Jesus. And if you have listened to them, I hope that you'll go back and listen to them because there are some really great conversations early on um, that you may have forgotten about or maybe just need to hear again uh, to get some fresh encouragement, some fresh hope. So I hope that you enjoy it. Grab your favorite coffee, your favorite tea, your favorite drink. And join me as I pour it out with some of my friends and some of the awesome, awesome people in our wonderful community. Hi, Tiff. Hello. So before we get started, why don't you just tell us about yourself? You can go in as much depth as you want, um, but just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Um, well, my name is Tiffany Hanks, and I'm a mom. I have three kids, and I've been married to my husband, Sean, for 22 years, Great. and I live in Chill Coffee, and yeah, my kids are 21, 18, and it'll be 16 Wednesday. That's oh crazy to me. Yes. That is so crazy. Yeah. So. So anybody who knows you knows that you are the queen of all things home and family. I think that you are kind of like this guru that we like go to for all of the things. Um, 
whether it's I need a quick meal and you're really good at that, or I need you to teach me how to make the best mashed potatoes, (laughs) or my kids started soccer and Mm -hmm. I need to know how to get stains out. (laughs) Like you just are good at all things, mom and wife and home and all of family things. Um, So I wanted to sit down with you and um, pick your brain a little bit on some tips for moms like me um, and women. You don't have to be a mom necessarily, but um, who are in the middle of busy seasons with kids and sports and just school and homework and all the things um, to get some practical tips and stuff from you because you're just, that's where you thrive. And I feel like you do it in a way that makes it feel very attainable Mm -hmm. to us. Like it's not, well, I have all of these things that you have to do and you just think I can't do it. You, you explain it and you do things in a way that it's kind of like, I want to say dumb it down, but Mm -hmm. not mean, but you just make it seem very attainable and practical. So I know that you've been a huge inspiration and blessing to me. Um, and you have taught me things that I use, like I make chicken noodles the way that you taught me how to because it's the best and it tastes like homemade and it's amazing. Um, and just little things like that, that I've been able to incorporate in my life. And so wanted to share that with everybody else. Um, so before we dump into, jump into, not dump into, <laughs> um, jump into those things though, I wanted you to share um, the part of your story that talks about how you got into this. Like, were you taught it? Were you, was it something that you were taught at a young age? Cause, or was it something that you taught yourself? Um, how did you get into becoming like the queen of all things home and family? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think of myself as a queen, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Um, yeah. So I, my, my mother, she, I didn't really know much about her life growing up as a kid um, at all. She didn't really speak about her childhood, but she was kind of thrown into being a wife and a mom very young. And she did the best that she could uh, now looking back, knowing her story. But um, we had a very, you know, chaotic home. (laughs) My mom had three kids and she worked and she was very busy. Um, There was always laundry piled up. There was always you know, just a mess of things around. And, um, I just thought that was normal life. I just thought that's how everybody lived, you know, sifting through your clothes before you go to school and smelling them and seeing if they're clean or not, or looking for your matching socks or coming home from school and not having anything to eat. Like that's just the way that we lived. And I'm not, um, you know, being down on her. That's, bless her heart. That's just all she knew as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so she had uh, surgery when I was in the seventh grade and I really had to step up and help take care of things. And I found that I enjoyed it. I found that, um, I made her happy too. Now, you know, that at that time that she was happy that someone was stepping up and helping her around the house. Um, so for the first time I felt like maybe I did something right in the house. Um, I enjoyed, you know, when you're little, you play house, all little girls play house. So to me, that's kind of what it was. It was playing house. And, um, I had gone to a friend's house 
for the first time to spend the night. And I just noticed the mom, I noticed my friend's mom taking care of the home while we were playing. I noticed her cleaning and chopping up food to make a meal and um, waiting on her husband, even folding laundry, putting it away. And I just stood there and asked her questions, like, teach me how to, how you washed these um, jeans. I had never seen anybody wash jeans um, the way that this woman did and, and how they, how she pressed them and everything. And so I, instead of playing with my friend, I stood and asked her other questions, um, how to clean her baseboards, all that. I was just very inquisitive. And um, so that kind of routine, that kind of just stuck with me. And um, then when I became a teenager, I got a job and financially I enjoyed um, taking care of my things. I enjoyed budgeting my money and making sure that I had enough to do things. I bought my own car. Like that was just something that I enjoyed doing because for me, those parts of life were stressful for my parents. And if I could, you know, relieve them of some stress that kind of carried into my marriage. Uh, when I met my husband, he owned a cleaning company. So, um, I started cleaning medical offices and, uh, found out very quickly that you don't clean a building the same way you do a house. You just go in, you dust, you vacuum, you mop, and you get out of there. So I came home and tried to incorporate that in my house to where I could just make a simple routine to where I wasn't like digging things out and the clutter and all of that. So I, I mentally, I tried to break it down for myself. Like you said, very elementary, very, um, back to school, you know, a plan, a schedule, a routine. And for me, it's something I enjoy. Even today, I feel like I'm still playing house at some times. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of, I didn't have that. And, you know, when I did the home organization challenge a few years back, I did that because I realized there were lots of women that didn't have that. There's lots of women that just, we don't have those grandparents and, People like plowing away, showing us how to pass down recipes. Not everybody has a, a, a wonderful grandma that can share recipes. So I, um, I wanted to create something where I could learn and share too. Now, do you do that for your kids? Like, do you, do you have things that you will pass down to them? Like, do you keep recipe books and stuff like that, that you'll pass down? I think so. Yeah. Like my stepdaughter, Carrie, she'll message me all the time. Can you, I need this. I need you to give me your grape recipe. My mom has a recipe that, um, I still share. She did cook, so she did have some things, but, um, so yeah, I have a few things like that. Even now that Maddie's in college, she'll FaceTime me. She was trying to make the chicken noodles that she <laughs> loves. And she was like, do I have to touch this raw chicken with my fingers? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> So, yeah, I hope to have a, a, some some kind of legacy. Sean had a wonderful grandmother that they called Grandma Sugar, where they had all her recipes. And I think that's important, you know, mm -hmm. to have something like that to leave to your kids. Yeah. But, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I know that we would be here forever yes. if you told us all of your <laughs> all tips and yes. all of your things. But if you could highlight like three what would be your biggest piece of advice or biggest um, tips or whatever that you would give to us to that are practical and attainable that we can do daily, weekly, whatever? Oh, like for the house or 
house or family or whatever. Yeah. Like what are three, I know you had talked about the plan routine and schedule. Like if you Mm want to explain that and then if there's anything else. Yeah. I'd say that those three, the plan, a routine, a schedule can be incorporated every day in your life. Um, from a new mom to a busy mom running soccer, baseball, to a mom like me that's your kids are getting older. It just helps you keep your sanity. You know, even a new wife, someone that just got married, you, you've got to figure out like, okay, how's this going to work? So, um, but just develop, trying to figure out what works best for you, taking notes, writing things down, um, the routine of, if I had to break it down to just like things that I personally have to do one load of laundry a day to keep my sanity. You know, if I'm, if I throw it in at night, I can toss it in the dryer in the morning. For me, it doesn't bother me if it sits in the washer for five hours overnight, at least it got done and it's not sitting there all day long. Um, loading the dishwasher every day, taking out the trash every day. And what I call swiping and wiping the toilet. If you can keep, you know, wipes around and just wipe your toilet every night before you go to bed in the sink, that helps you out too, that you're not, don't worry if like a, some, a friend stops over and needs to use your restroom and you have four-year-old dribbles all over the seat <laughs> and everything. So it kind of helps if you just get in the habit of doing like a few little things every night before you go to bed. I found that doing that before you go to bed is the best time at night because you're busy through the day, trying to get out the door in the mornings. But most of us with children, once you put them to bed, if you've got a few minutes to yourself, you can just scan the house, grab a laundry basket, just start throwing things in it that don't belong there, wipe down your kitchen, do the dishwasher, get a load of laundry in. At least you feel like you did something, got a little something done. But that's like the house. Um, the groceries are very important too, just to make time to plan that so that you can always have something in your fridge and in your pantry and then planning ahead to stock, keep a stock of canned goods, pastas, rice, things like that. So that way you're not stressed out to pull out a meal last minute. Keeping meat in your freezer is really good. That way too, you can just quickly defrost something so I don't know. I'm not. I, do you have a Do you have a go to meal? Like if you are, if it's a day that you're like, oh my goodness, we have a super busy night, and you're busy during the day. Um, is there like a quick go to meal that you're like, this is my saving grace? Mine is. Um, when we were talking before and I told you, but I always keep a thing of kielbasa sausage in the fridge and, um, always some kind of veggie. And so if it's, um, sausage and brought in potatoes, like that's you, you know, chop up some potatoes and sausage and broccoli or whatever other vegetable you have and saute it together with some salt, pepper, olive, olive oil and garlic. Mm -hmm. It's a meal. Um, it's filling, it's got a veggie, a carb and a protein. And so like, I keep that on hand all the time. We don't have it every week. We don't, you know, it's not something that it's a staple, but it's just kind of like, I know if worse comes to worse, I can pull this out. It doesn't take super long to make. So I know that I can have that as an emergency meal. If something happens and the day gets away from me, do you have something like that? 
Um, I mean, I've kept that same thing in my fridge and done the, done the same thing many times. Um, that for me, that's where the freezer kind of comes in handy. So we purchase half a cow. Um, it saves you too on your budget buying meat in the grocery store, but that's always nice. So I can go out there and pull out hamburger, hamburger patties, hamburger defrost very quickly. If you put it in warm water in the sink, um, roast is something that we go to a lot because that's something the night before I have to catch myself the night before on that one. Cause I got to let it, you know, thaw. And then mm-hmm. I'll just throw it in the crock pot with some, um, beef broth. I'll put brown sugar in there and soy sauce and Worcestershire sauce. And it tastes amazing. Just put it on hot or low all day long. It doesn't matter what time you get home. It's usually done and pretty good. You can have that all by yourself, all by itself. Um, a can of corn, a can of green beans, put it over rice, put it over pasta. It's pretty good and easy. So we actually do, that's probably my number one go-to, even in the summer, if I have to throw something in there. A small frozen turkey breast is also awesome because you don't have to thaw that. You can actually pull that out of your freezer at 7 a.m., throw it in your crock pot frozen and cook it all day long and it's really good and light and healthy and you don't have to worry yeah about it doesn't need anything doesn't you can put bay leaves and celery in there if you want to flavor it but it pretty much cooks very nicely all day long i've never done that and then you just serve it with like veggies yeah you can serve it with whatever you want if i have time when i get home i will go ahead and chop some potatoes and carrots and put them in there for the last like two hours but most of the time i just let it cook by itself and then i'll just whip up some sides to go with it my family loves like homemade macaroni and cheese which to us the homemade is just boiling the noodles and using the block of Velveeta it's not really (laughs) homemade or healthy I should say but if I was on a more healthier you know kick I would um, have it with a salad and maybe some asparagus asparagus is something that's really easy to Mm -hmm. to cook up Um, and rice I mean my family we love rice and that's pretty easy to and quick quick Mm -hmm. quick filling don't have to worry about it going bad like a potato. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're little turkeys. They're butterball or Aldi has them as well. And they're like $7.99, $8.99. And one small, it's all lip breast and one small turkey breast can feed a family. It's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. See, this yeah. is, this. you're just there a wealth. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's amazing. I and I also, I don't do this all the time, but if I know we have a busy week, like the other day, we had a busy weekend. And so I was at Sam's and I grabbed a rotisserie chicken yeah. and just because I was like, and we've eaten on it for a few days, we had it with vegetables and then we, I made a big salad and we put it on top. And so just little things like that, that make the planning and the days go by a little bit easier. Yeah, I'd say for your peace of mind and the chaos, that's one thing you just have to really make yourself do. You have to give yourself time. I mean, the iPhones are so awesome with their little notes Mm -hmm. section. Um, If I'm in the car, I try not to, I try to use every piece of time that I can, but I always have an ongoing grocery list that's going on in there. And then um, 
most of us are creatures of habit. So we Mm -hmm. eat the same things. So just getting the same thing, you don't have to change your grocery list every week. I'd say that just getting the routine of what you know that your family likes to eat. You don't have to be some gourmet chef that whips up 30 days of 30 different meals. (laughs) You know, you can routine is actually pretty good and healthy for you gut even your body likes eating the same thing so just creating a plan with your groceries and making sure that you pick them up (laughs) you know go get them the Kroger quick list is awesome Mm -hmm. you know I did that yesterday before church so I picked it up at or I had Sean go pick it up at 7 a.m so that I could get it home get it in the Mm -hmm. fridge before we went to church so I mean it's it's become very easy for us we're just busy yeah busy culture stay busy. So if you just have a schedule plan and create a routine that'll work for your family, give your kids jobs to do, you know, if everybody knows what they need to do, your house can be in order. Now you had referenced your, um, home organization, um, Mm -hmm. page that you had done on Mm -hmm. Facebook. It's still up, right? No, it's not. It's not. I deleted it because it got hacked and it was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Will you do something like that again? I don't know. I've had lots of people ask me to do it. We had several thousand women in there. It was pretty big. It was. Um, But I I don't know. Maybe. Now, how often, so for those of you who don't know, um, she had created a group and there was um, something different each week that we focused on, like a room that we focused on each week. And so it was like the kitchen one week and you went through and completely cleaned everything, like every drawer, every cabinet, every, everything. And I know for me, it was amazing, but also Mm -hmm. disgusting (laughs) (laughs) because there's things that you don't pay attention to and that you don't realize are being neglected until I was pulling out spices that had been in there for like three years. And I was like, Oh, this expired a long time ago and I should have thrown it away, but it was in the back of the spice cabinet and I didn't realize it. Um, so how often do you do something like that? Where you, where you go through each room and really pay attention and, and focus on that? Like how, how often do you do that? I do it twice a year, actually. I do it at the beginning of the year after Christmas. So I usually kick off like the second week of January myself. And it's 12 weeks that you're going through the home. And then I usually start about this time of year just getting ready for the holidays. You know, I host Thanksgiving and I host Christmas. So I try to just start right now little by little each week doing something and I'm not talking like just normal cleaning. It's like what you said, where you have to get in your cabinets and the drawers and declutter and clean out things. Right now is a great time before the holidays because you go want to go through your kids' toys, you know, get prepared for Christmas, clothing because the seasons are changing. Also the house because the seasons are changing. Mm-hmm. You got dust and leaves and right now stink bugs everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gross, right? So um, yeah, I, I try to just do one room each week. So you focus on if you just make it as simple as possible and like just let yourself get to it when you can, then it's pretty easy to do. But like just spend a whole week going through your kitchen, a whole week going through your living room or your daughter's room or your son's room, just kind of getting things out um, and clutter. Yeah. helps you clean easier too. But yeah, so 
12 weeks is what I do because you focus on your garage, your kitchen, you know, just break, break down your home. Everybody's home is different of um, where you need to dig in there and get things that are hiding. The, the fridge I do once a month and the, my spice cabinets and stuff I also do once a month now just because it's become easy. Once you start doing it, it gets easier and easier and easier. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it really did. It's something I need to, I'll take your advice and do it now before the holidays hit because it's something that we need to do. I've been going through and doing the winter clothes and summer clothes um, and switching all of that out, but it's good to just go in there and get rid of all of the things and take inventory for, for Christmas and stuff to know what, what they need and what would be good. So, yeah. Finding the time. If you set an alarm on your phone and just say for 15 minutes, I'm going to do this and then make yourself stop. Um, that's really good too, because at least you're doing a little something. Yeah. And we all work by the clock. So our brains wired that way. So it's pretty amazing how much you can get done in 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, if you think you don't have time to fold a load of laundry before you're going somewhere, the next time you're folding laundry, just set your timer and then look down and see how quickly you actually did it. And yeah. then you'll realize you do have time Yeah. to do it. It doesn't take as much time as what you think. We make it a lot harder in our heads than what it actually is. Yeah. Interrupting this podcast for just a quick second to tell you about my wonderful partners that I have. I have partnered with three local businesses here in town to help with my podcast, and they have been absolutely amazing. Roast Coffee, Sweet William Blossom Boutique, and Maggie and Me Candle Company. These three businesses have been absolutely incredible. I know I just said that I'm repeating myself because when something is important, you repeat it. (laughs) Uh, But truly, they have provided coffee. They have provided flowers. They have provided candles that have made everything about the podcast experience so special. You know, when you can sit down with someone and offer them a yummy coffee to drink and sip on as we pour it out, it is really special. When they come over and they sit down and there are beautiful flowers on the table, it is really special. And when they walk in my home and it smells good and it just makes it feel a little more homey and a little more inviting, well, it makes it even more special. So each of these businesses have partnered with me in a different way uh, to just make the whole recording experience really special. And I am so, so thankful. I'm so thankful for the ways that they have encouraged me, that they have poured into me so that I can pour out to others. (laughs) That sounds really cheesy, but it's the truth. And just the way that they have supported me, our community, we are so, so blessed to have a community uh, that truly, truly supports one another. And I am so grateful for their help, for their investment. And I invite you to go check them out. If you need a good cup of coffee, if you need a good lunch or a good breakfast, go check out Rose Coffee. They are fantastic. Their baristas are wonderful. If you are looking for the perfect pick-me-up gift for someone, your friend is having a hard day or if they 
uh, I had surgery last month and, or two months ago, I'm sorry. And, um, I walked out one day and there was a beautiful pink box waiting for me with chocolate covered strawberries and it made my whole day. It just cheers you up. Um, and they also, Sweet William Blossom also has the most beautiful flowers. They are unique and gorgeous. They have gourmet apples. I have a few friends that would give about anything for one of their apples. They are absolutely delicious. And they will even cut them up for you. So um, if you don't want to go through the process of cutting the apple up or if whoever you're getting it for, you want to make it a little easier, you can ask them and they'll slice it on up for you. And it's so, so yummy. And then Maggie and Me Candle Company, they are creating the most unique candles all the time, different themes, different scents, making it look fancy, making it look fun. They're just absolutely wonderful. Check out these small businesses here in town. You can, um, I have individual interviews with each of the owners. You can listen to those, hear their heart and how they get start, how they got started in the business. And then also you can go uh, check them out on social media. Go to my webpage, www.alanabeverly.com, and you can get all of the information there uh, for how to contact them. So go check them out. Let them know I sent you. And let's get back to today's episode. Okay. So this morning I went to pick up our coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Roast. Thank you. And, um, when I was in there, I ran into a friend and I told her that I was recording a podcast this morning and I was telling her about you. Um, and I was telling her who you were and just kind of what we were going to be talking about. And she said, I would be curious to know how she schedules time for herself and what does that look like for her? Um, you know, managing three kids and a home and a husband and working, Um, and being somebody who takes such good care of a home and stuff like that, how do you, um, schedule time in for yourself? What does that look like to you for your schedule and all of that? Um, well, self-care is in like health wise or, or just you time in general, like what, what does Tiffany time look like? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I do schedule time to go to the gym. And so for me, that is Tiffany time because health for myself is very important because, you know, my mom died very young and she, she did not, she was not very healthy. So health for me is my form of self-care, self-care. It's also discipline too. I'm a very disciplined type person, but to chill, relax, you know, do I do facials? No, my, my up, up until very recently, I, my idea of like washing my face before bed is the little pack of facial wipes next to my nightstand, just like (laughs) that. So, but actually interesting enough, a few years back, we hosted an exchange student from Finland and she sat me down and she she called me out on that. She said, you are a great mom. You're a great wife. You do all these things, but you, you don't do for yourself. So I started asking myself, like, what does that even mean? I don't, I didn't know what that meant, but, um, then the Lord kind of spoke to me during that time to my heart 
about how important it is to allow him to fill my cup since I was pouring myself out, like physically, emotionally, all the things I was, I do pour myself out, but then I make sure I have time for, to read my word and to pray and to listen to worship. To me, that's self-care. That's making time for me and the Lord to fill my cup. And I also like a nice bath. (laughs) So that's self-care for me. I make sure I have time for that. I love candles. I love things that smell good. That's like a reward for me. Um, I like to read before bed. That's like self-care, I guess. But I'm not big on pampering or... um, what, what I used to call like alone days, I would just have like a day where I would go maybe to Target by myself and go shopping. But again, the multitasker in me is like, oh, but I got to get ready for Christmas and I got to do this and I got to do that. So, yeah, but I guess I don't know if that answers her question or not. Yeah, it, it does. Now, when do you do that? So like your time with the Lord and stuff, is that early in the morning? Is, the, is that before bed? Like um, what does that look like for you? It's usually in the morning or at night, yeah, before bed. Because mm-hmm. um, I know for me, it's early in the morning. Yeah. Like, I got to get up early when the house is quiet, drink my coffee. Yeah. And that's when I, you know, have my time with the Lord. And- yeah. 90% of the time, that's for me, too. Like, after the boys have gone to school and everybody's, I'm getting ready to go to work in the morning time. The house is quiet. It's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Well, is there anything that we did not talk about that you're like, I really want to say this. I want to make sure that I communicate this or just anything that as we've been sitting and talking, you're like, I want to make sure that I share this or anything. Um, yeah, actually. Um, <laughs> I, I tell myself, try to remind myself that, um, you know, my mom, she passed away at 51 And she passed away in my house and I was taking care of her. And I highly doubt that on her deathbed that she ever remembered our home being messy or laundry not being done or, you know, there being chaos. I think that she probably would have loved to have more time, more intentional time with her family and did that a little differently. And I, I have a a lot of friends that have a good friend who passed away, you know, just yesterday, um, young mom. And I really highly doubt that this past week she was thinking of her laundry and her dirty, if she, if she had a dirty house, I don't know. So I think we can get caught up in those things, you know, but I think that um, bringing balance mm-hmm. for yourself mentally, your mental health and having that schedule, having a plan and having a routine, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to work for you. And work for your family because we all have to eat. We all have to have clothes to wear and we all need to use the restroom and take showers. So you want it to be a clean and happy space, but it doesn't have to be perfect. And you don't need to be too hard on yourself if your home doesn't look like an Instagram page or you don't feel like you've got the best plan in place. But I think at the end of the day, you just do your best and love on your family. And operate in your gifts. I think, you know, when we were talking earlier and you were saying how, like, this is the stuff that brings you joy. Yeah. And not everybody is it going to bring joy to. And so it is, it's, it's what 
your gifting may not be a love of organization or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, you know, the point, I guess I want to say in this too, is the point of this podcast specifically isn't, you know, this is how you make your house more perfect. It's just some simple tips and tricks to help those of us like me who this isn't my passion and this isn't my gifting, but those are things that I'm like, but I can do this. I can get better at making a plan and a schedule and a routine and sticking to it. And what does that look like for our home? And what does it look like for our family? And having the simple things like having wipes in your bathroom. Like when you said that, I was like, oh, that's genius because it is there. We have, um, that's just not something that I think about. You know, I, I try to go in there and clean it and stuff, Mm -hmm. but to just every night have wipes and just wipe Wipe everything down. down, That's, it's a simple, a simplistic tip tool Mm -hmm. that we can use for people like me who it's like, this doesn't bring me joy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but there are people like you who, who thrive in this. And so the goal of this isn't be more like Tiffany Hanks. It's, you know, use the wisdom, you know, that you've shared to incorporate it into your life, however that looks. And also just remember the motive is, you know, your motive isn't, I want everything to look perfect. Your motive is, this is the way that I love people. This Mm -hmm. is the way, this is my gift. I am somebody who, helps who loves to help and if this is a way that I can love and help and serve my family that's what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. and so the motivation isn't it's got to be perfect and it's got to be Instagram worthy and I want to live this perfection life or whatever it's it's a motivation of love yes so and keeping your sanity yes <laughs> and that too <laughs> yeah um so one thing I always ask at the end is um which, and for you, you are somebody who is also very, very, very um, intentional about your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to prayer and um, praying for people, you are one of my go-to when I need something. Um, I know that I can text you and be like, I need you to pray for this. It's nothing for me to get a random text from you. Um just, you know, I was having my quiet time this morning and praying and you, your face popped in my mind and you've got the most beautiful gift of encouragement and just all of that. Um, and so I know that the Lord speaks to you and he speaks pretty clearly to you. And so, um, I want to know what is he showing you? What's he been speaking to you and what's he been showing you lately? To be intentional every day with my life. That's really been heavy on my heart. I'm very intentional, trying to be very intentional with my relationships, with my friendships, with my marriage, with being a parent. Um, I just see that that's an, an important part of who we're called to be in Christ, that if we're listening to him and we're aligning ourselves up with the word of God and we're intentional with everything that we do in life. And that's like, driving your kids to school or making sure that you, if your pastor says, go hug people, go hug people. Even if you don't want to, don't go to the bathroom, go hug people, (laughs) you know, go say hi. Or when you're paying your grocery bill, look that person in the eye and tell them to have a good day, but be intentional with that. Say, have a good day. Make sure that you have a good day too. Um, Just 
intentional in my home, intentional with my finances. So that's probably the word that the Lord is really speaking over my life right now. That's um, encouraging me to, mm-hmm. I can, I can see a difference in myself with that. I love it. I love it. You're really good at it. And I love anytime you talk, you, anytime anybody has a conversation with you, you are the best person I know at eye contact. You like, I try. Yeah. You make sure that Mm -hmm. you look people in the eyes and they know that they have your full attention. Mm -hmm. And that's been something that's been true, um, forever. And, um, so I want to say thank you for being here and, also, I want to publicly, um, I just think, you know, give honor where honors due. And um, if you listened to the first podcast that I ever did, um, and I shared how three years ago I wanted to do this podcast thing, and I had had that meeting that was like way over the top, and I was like, I can't do this. Um, you know, you were the person who I went and had coffee with after that, and um you were the one who I was like, I just, you know, I really wanted to do this, but it's not going to work. And, you know, I was really discouraged and I was really like, okay, well, that was a good dream, but whatever. And you were the one who said, you know, Alina, just start small. Why don't you do a Facebook group? And Mm -hmm. why don't you, you know, just get into the habit of, of talking on camera and sharing your thoughts and stuff. Um, and you sent me people on Instagram that were like, go follow them because they're kind of doing this thing and get some ideas and inspiration from them. And, but you were the one who was like, don't, you know, and I'll never, the conversation was, you know, just start small and, you know, get a group of people and build a community and stuff mm-hmm. and then start your podcast. Mm-hmm. And I remember I walked away, like all of it sounded great, except for start the podcast. I'm not doing it, <laughs> but you were the one who, you know, you weren't like, Oh, I'm so sorry that meeting didn't go well. Just keep praying about it until next time. It was like you're and part of it's your personality. You jumped into like, okay, well, how can we do this? And mm-hmm. what can we do? Um, but it's because of you that the Facebook group Coffee Conversations with Elena was born. Um, and it's because of you that I, you know, stayed faithful to that. And it's because of you that I'm here doing this today because you spoke life to me in a moment that I really, really needed it. And so mm-hmm. publicly, um, I want to, I have told you this privately, but publicly, I want to say thank you for being somebody who champions people very, very, very well mm-hmm. and will always look past impossibilities and see potential. You have a gift of that and um, it is appreciated. And so whether it's you have the potential to keep a clean house or to cook your family meals or chase after dreams, you know, you are somebody who we are all blessed to know you and to have you championing us. So thank you. Thank you. So thank you for being here and just being who you are. And um, yeah, I hope that you guys took um, some encouragement and some tips away from this conversation today. (laughs) Like I talked. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Pour It Out with Elena Beverly. I hope and pray 
that whether this was your first time listening or your fifth time listening or even more than that, um, I pray that you were encouraged. I pray that it pushed you closer to Jesus. I hope that you have enjoyed this look back episode and that you will join me for more as we continue to look back over this month of August. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll join you back here soon for another episode.